Hello, and thank you for downloading the podcast. I know I've only just got around to editing it together, but I got home and went to bed last night. It's a rock and roll lifestyle that you are tuning into here, isn't it? You're really getting to see how... It's not even how the other half live. It's how the the 2% live, if you consider my personality type as an INTJ. We're weird, and that's just a fact. But I also make podcasts, and when we've finished doing the stuff on the radio show, I'll tell you how the bike riding's been going. But meanwhile, listen to the radio. Enjoy! We start today with gymnastics news. And I know what you're thinking, are you going to do the, oh, you've got to be flexible joke? Well, just wait and see. In the Tokyo Olympics, Team GB has won bronze in women's team gymnastics for the first time since 1928. Wowzers. Imagine having to wait all that long. But then, to be fair, credit where it's due to this team of uh, women gymnastics. They, they really bent over backwards to make it happen. I didn't do the flexible one. I did the other one. Two available bad jokes, and I opted for that one. Then we got an email on air at time1075.net from um, Keenan, who says, Hi, Steve. Bent over backwards. Oh, dear. That comment made me flip out. Boom, boom. He's done a gymnastics joke. And then he sent me another email that says, First day on a new job in Ebbsfleet, and i got to say, I pommeled a horse last night. And there's two emojis of crying laughter. And then there's a third email. Hi, Steve, says Keenan. That pommeled a horse quote. After sending it, I realised it sounds a tad rude, and I really... I didn't really pommel a horse. It was a gymnastics joke. Just people get the wrong idea. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Interesting, yeah. You're doing so much flip-flopping, we should put you in the Olympics team. Oi! We've done another one! It's happened! Now, organically. Look at that. I could have another one of you by tomorrow. Beyonce, who's clearly on Amazon Prime. Who'd have thought? Disgraceful state of affairs. Afternoon, I'm Steve. It's time 107.5. So, we are talking about gymnastics for some reason. Yet again, it's not what I turned up prepared with. I thought we were going to talk about... There's a thing from North Korea we could get chatting about, maybe the next hour. Uh, Mark Dover sent me a lovely story about space and aliens, so I'm sure we'll get through all that I have to say on that story without there being any interruptions. Um, But all that could still happen before the end of the show. Meanwhile, we're happy that Britain has won a bronze medal in the women's team gymnastics at the Olympics, the first time since 1928, so it is. And we might have ever so slightly done a joke about bending over backwards to make it happen. Yeah. Um, Andrew sends an email on air at time1075.net says uh, are you setting the beam low with the gymnastics jokes beam there's one Uh, Darren Griffith Griffith says hey Steve I've been trying to come up with a gymnastics joke and uh, I've looked through my vault but I can't find one so never mind oh that's a shame isn't it because everyone else has been wait a minute vault sneak that one past me Hi, Steve, says Keenan. Ah, oh, if you've only just tuned in, you missed some uh, cracking work by Keenan. It says, I've got to ask, if the ladies that have been waiting since the 1920s to win a medal, those girls must be well into their 80s now. How the hell do they still do what they do? Very flexible. You should see their triple salco, but their hips will never be the same again. It's like a disposable mask. Use it once, great, but they ain't doing much when they get home. One of the most important pieces of um, 
scientific research that's happening about COVID. Shocking to find it on the front pages of one of the newspapers today, but apparently, according to experts, there is a chance that having the double jab gives you larger bosoms. Mm, I mean, that's... Well, it's worrying for me because I get my second dose on Thursday. If I'm not here on Thursday afternoon, it's because I might have grown a chest and I'll be at home having a great time. So it's difficult to know what to do with this, isn't it? I mean, it's worrying in that way. And in this politically correct time, a link between vaccination and cup size is going to be problematic. You know, if you're at work and one of your female colleagues says, oh, I've been double jabbed and you say, yeah, I can tell, you know, you're going to get fired for that. Of course, it's terrible worrying to find out that there might be some sort of a link between having a vaccine and apparently you know according to this thing in the papers some women have ended up with a a larger chest as a result well to find out more i'm joined by a top scientist hello hello steve is there a link between chest size and getting vaccinated it really is too early to tell i've applied for a research grant to help me study the ladies chests But sadly, that isn't going ahead. Oh, was the grant turned down? No, my wife told me I wasn't allowed. Fair enough. But one theory is that it's caused by swollen lymph glands, so the effects will be temporary. Oh. But we are developing booster vaccinations. What, to help fight new virus strains? Um, yes, that too. Why not? Yeah, whatever you want to tell yourself. Oh, well, you see, you don't get calls like that on Newsnight, do you? Um, I don't think this is one that we can do a phone-in off the back of it. I would ask you a question and give out the phone number. I'm not sure I dare. But Sandra gets in touch and says, Hi, Steve. Obviously, I didn't get the right vaccine. Oh. Well, the... It's better safe than sorry, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? The, uh... And then Darren Griffith... Griffith... Says, hey... Uh, that happened to a mate of mine. He didn't go back to work. He went bust. You're doing the jokes like you're doing about the gymnastics. I see where this show's going. We keep you up to date with the news as well. For example, I was reading that the Miss England finalists have posed for photos without makeup as a way to highlight social media obsession. And never want to see a bandwagon without trying to jump on it. I want you to know today I am presenting the show without makeup. Some say brave. Some don't even pass comments. Some ignore the fact that I'm even talking about it. And I think that talks about exactly the kind of attitude we need to do something about. Quite like Alien News. You might have noticed recently we've talked about a lot of Alien News stories. And the weird thing is, every time I talk about them, no one ever seems to call in. It's almost as if you don't hear the bit where I set up the question and ask you to get in touch. But anyway, whatever. Um, And I was at home today. I got a text from Mark saying, look, here's here's an alien. Because he's worked out I like Alien Stories. Like this one, an international team at Harvard University is launching a new project to discover evidence of alien technology. Ah. I mean, good, I suppose. It would be nice to know if aliens exist. Most people I know can't deal with human technology. The amount of time you spend on the phone going, no, no, you've got to connect, press press the Bluetooth thing in. Is it flashing red and blue? Is it? it, we'll, We'll charge it. Well, then, so I think if we get alien technology, I'm not so sure that's a good thing. It's called the Galileo Project. It's uh, being led by this professor who is controversial in the scientific community because he doesn't rule out the existence of aliens. He thinks that some of the things that we can see might be alien technology. I'm not sure how you... I suppose you could look at a planet and see if it's got technology there. You know, carbon. If there's a little mini space Greta, then you'll know that they are quite an advanced civilization. But I do worry that they'll develop the technology 
to broadcast radio signals. We heard that a few months ago, that there are some radio signals coming from deep space. And if this is being produced by alien technology, they could be using it to, like, get in touch. Which I don't mind. I just I would be upset if they broadcast on 107.5 megahertz. I know it's a long shot, but it'd be really annoying because I'd be sat here talking and then be breaking into the signal and be wasting my time. But I don't think... I don't think you have to worry about it. There's no way. It's not going to happen now. It's just such a long shot that there's ever been 15. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. Your response to the Olympics puzzles me. You seem so happy that Team GB won at diving. But when the Italian football team were doing it, you were very upset. You're weird. And there's Botox everywhere. So I don't, I don't think we need to worry about it. I'm just saying that's the kind of technology that you might need to keep your ears tuned for in case it ever does break him. Anyway, and on the topic of radio broadcasts, Darren Griff, De Griff, Griff says, Hey, I went to a radio wave-themed wedding the other week. The wedding was a bit rubbish, but the reception was great. Triple whammy of my worst jokes in one day. I'm done now. Regards, Darren Griff. What have we started? I did say there's a story out of North Korea, and you know this show brings you all the news that other people seem to not think is proper news. Uh, In the papers today, North Korean women have been ordered to refer to their lovers as male comrades in a bid to crack down on Western language use. Now, to be fair, quite often when there's a news story about North Korea, it's in the tabloids, and then you find out it's not really true, so it might not be true. However... Let's just pretend for a while that it is. Is that the kind of romantic talk that you would like from your lady? And she uh, says, hey, you know, you really are my male comrade. Ooh, careful. I'm getting all a fluster. You and me, baby, we could be comrades. And the the same would be the other way around. If I were to try and uh, sweet-talk a lady, I don't don't think I'd go for uh, Workers of the World Unite not sure would that get them up i'm not sure if that's religion is the opiate of the masses ownership is theft any of that getting you going i don't think it is is it but i did think male comrade not a particularly good thing to use for your your pet name for your other half but we all have pet names for partners and i think there's a reason for it if i'm honest if i was pushed on it i think it's so that you don't get their name wrong accidentally and then have to deal with the fallout of that so what are the pet names that you've been called or that you've called partners get you up to date with the world of entertainment news and for that we can join my expert what knows about what he's talking about it's larry hello hey stevie larry what have you got for us today more on wayne rooney whoa whoa i know he was pictured nodding off near some scantily clad women but there's no need to call him a moron no more on that news story Oh, I see. Yes. Um, What's the latest? There is some confusion over which police force was looking into the claim. That's not a good start. Manchester police say they have no involvement and it's unknown if Liverpool police are looking into it. And it could be British Transport Police? Why? I don't know. Do any of them look like the back of a bus? Oh, Stevie. Well, I haven't seen them. I don't know, do I? Wayne is claiming that he was being blackmailed. Over those photos? You seem surprised. Well, he was asleep. If anything, having a kip near someone not wearing much makes you look more faithful, doesn't it? 
You could ask for copies and show them to Colleen. No, she can get them from Rebecca Vardy's Instagram. Very good point. Listen, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. Now, this story's fresh out of North Korea, but apparently there's been some sort of diktat. Hang on, stay there. Can I say that? Are you sure? What do you mean, nicking the jokes from uh, Morecambe and Wise? He says I can say that. He says I can say that. The, what do you think of it so far? Rubbish. Okay. And um, we're talking about the names that you, the pet names for your other half, because if you are a lady in North Korea, firstly, well done for listening to this, because it's not going to go down well if they catch you. Um, but male comrades is what you have to call your other half. Keep it, you know, romantic. Pet names that you've had or used. Martin says, my ex used to call me a few names, none of which are fit for broadcast. Okay, that's... Sue gets in touch and says, my hubby calls me sugar. Well, okay, I can say the first half of that. My hubby calls me sugar. And unless he was talking about a type of bird, we are not broadcasting that one either. No, sir. And pet names that you've used for your other half or has been used about you. I don't think anyone's ever used one about me. There was a couple of X's ago, there was a, a nickname which I I called a PB, and I can't tell you what those letters stand for. And the great thing about it being P and B, you're never gonna guess. Well, you could guess the last one, you never guess the first one. Nah, it's a bit Latin. Anyway, um, but I also, I get in trouble for referring to the current other half by the same pet name that I call the cats. <laughs> And the thing is, they are pets, so they deserve the pet name more. I'm not sure if that's how it works. Thank you for your messages on this, though. Uh, on air at time1075.net. Uh, Darren Griffith Grith- says, Hey, Steve. Turns out I'm not done. I've got another one. He says, My wife calls me Munklebean, and I call her Snugglebinks. I bet you can pronounce them, but this is too hard. Well, it is, isn't it? No wonder she called you Munklebean. She could, probably can't say it either. And seeing as you're married, she probably took your name, regrets that. She has to go Snugglebinks now. Takes about five hours to put on all the THs and Fs in there, doesn't it? Need more paper. You're just filling in the name part of the form. Yeah, yeah, more paper. Time 107.5. Paul and Oates, Method of Modern Love. I think I've seen some TikTok videos about that. Didn't understand it. A weird word they use for it. I thought that meant putting the washing out. But That's it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And for those paying attention to the B-plot to all of this, how's me relearning to ride a bike been going? Still, it's. So I've been on one more bike ride since then. It's bizarre to have unlearned how to do something. I am relearning it quicker than I did back in the day. And I live in a place that's got a lot of cycle routes. There is no way I could go anywhere near traffic. I'm just, no, I can't aim the thing. But I do have a slight complaint about the cycle paths that they've made. They've got a footpath and then a wider cycle path. And between it, a small little ridge. Why? That's just going to make me fall. The number of times I keep clipping it with a wheel... So thank you for whichever town planner made that for guaranteeing I'll have some scuffed elbows. They look good at my age, but I will continue to do it. Now you can get updates here. You can download the podcast, subscribe wherever you found this one, and follow me on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen could well be the username on whichever platform you're on. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>